Welcome to the Beautiful Souls Podcast with your host, myself, Danielle Cadwell. I'm an Olympian author, speaker, and coach, and I'm here to dive deeper into all things mindset, manifestation, mission, and yes, some meditation. In 2013, I was an unfit, concussed, and massively self-conscious synchronized swimmer when an opportunity arrived that was well beyond my wildest dreams to begin training for the next Olympic Games. I was terrified. However, I decided to take the biggest leap of my life. I went all in, moving from Canada to Australia and dedicating my life to my sport. On this journey, I made a vow to myself. If I could do it, if I could really make my wildest dreams come true, I would spend the rest of my life sharing what I had learned to help others do the same. So beautiful souls, this podcast is where I fulfill my promise. We'll talk about everything from the energetics of manifestation and the power of self-worth to mindset cultivation and how to step up and into your soul mission. You can think of this time together as kind of like a soul spa, where together we will wash away your fears, massage you with some truth and some love, and spruce you up on the insides with some spirituality. So, are you ready to be rejuvenated from the inside out? Let's dive in. Beautiful souls, you are in for a treat because today's podcast is with Kenya Sonita, who is a business mentor and money coach and the founder of Rich and Complete Brand. She leads women who want to have it all and manifest wealth and design their dream lives despite their circumstances. And this woman has the most inspirational story. I almost cried on the podcast. It was that incredible. She has broken the rules and created a six-figure business from one of the poorest cities in Africa. She is from Bem... I apologize. It's called Bemenda Cameroon in Western Africa. Her life mission is to be evidence for all women that need to create wealth beyond their borders. You beautiful souls that are wanting to manifest more money in your life, you're wanting to become the creators of reality, you're wanting to have financial freedom and financial abundance, this is a podcast you are going to want to listen to because you're going to be so freaking inspired. If Sonita can do it, you can do it. You can do it. Seriously. Like, I'm not going to spoil it for you because like where she came from to where she is now is just absolutely baffling. And you're going to be so inspired. There's some really powerful tips that you're going to be able to take away from this podcast on how to heal your money wounds, how to be able to hold money, some mindset shifts you want to have to be able to manifest more money and to be able to multiply it as well. So you're going to love this podcast. Sit back, relax. Honestly, I took notes. You might want to take notes. You might want to rewind and you are going to enjoy. If you love this one, reach out to either of us and let us know. Sit back, relax, and have a great time, my amigas. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Beautiful Souls podcast. And I'm extremely excited to have you all here today because I have manifested an incredible guest um, because I know that many people that I work with you know, have this one problem that we're working through a a few, but a lot of people that I know that I work with are working with this problem of money and being able to manifest money and increase your capacity to hold money. And out of the blue, the other day, the incredible Kene Sonita from Cameroon, Africa came into my field and she is a business mentor and money coach. And she is here today to speak with us about money, money, mindset, manifesting money. And I'm so excited to have you here. Thank you so much for being here, Sonita. Oh my God. Thank you so much, Danielle, for having me. It's such a pleasure to be here. And I'm loving all the women listening to this right now. Amazing. Um, and so I would love to he- like rewind a little bit and go back. You are in Cameroon in a Bandida. Bandida, is that correct? In, in the, the city? In Bamenda. Bamenda. Yeah, Bamenda. It's, it's like a small city. Yeah. In Cameroon. And you and um, uh, Sonita is a like, coach that teaches other coaches about money but she's also like at the way that I found her she put a post on this coaching group that we're in about I think it was like a ten thousand dollar day or um that you had or a month or something like that and and you know that's not that uncommon in the coaching world but what was I loved about your post you're like what is uncommon is that 
Uh, Sonita lives in one of the poorest countries or poorest cities in Africa. And this is the realm that she is in. And I freaking love that. And I would love to hear your story about maybe where you were um, years ago and what led you to being this place where you're teaching people about money and you are obviously mastering money yourself. Yeah. Oh my God. I love this conversation. And I think it's one of the best conversations I love having with um, women out there. And yeah, talking about where I was years ago, I'm just going to say maybe months ago, because it's not that long that I started my business and um, and I'm here today. So it's just 18 months ago. So uh, a couple of years ago, I left an abusive relationship. And I, when I left the relationship, I found myself pregnant. So when I left the relationship before that, I had on offline businesses. So I was doing pretty well as per standard here. And um, for some reason, I lost everything. And I found, I found myself pregnant and I was homeless. And I didn't have a place to stay, a place to live. And being homeless here in Africa, you have to understand that it's different from being homeless maybe in other developed countries because yeah, housing is really, really cheap and you can get a place to sleep for $10 a month and you're gonna be fine. But I couldn't afford that. And I found myself pregnant and here am I on the streets and finally begged a place to live in. And I stayed there and had my son. And when I had my son, that was the moment it dawned on me. Like you're a mom. And right now, what next, right? And I'm college dropout. So of course, no job. And I'm like, okay, what are we gonna do right now? But then I just had this download and I started scrolling online, like stay at home mom jobs and, you know, all of those things that new parents do, right? You want to be with the children and, but want to do something. And English being my third language out of five. Wow. I saw proofreading, blogging and all of those things. And I don't understand this language, but that is all that was available. Then I stumbled on this uh, guest block. Someone, a coach kind of like guest on this lady who has this site where she posts all the mom jobs and all that. And I read and she talked about coaching and oh my God, I felt it so deep in my heart. And I'm like, you know, that awakening It's like, this is it y'all. Like, this is it. This is it. And I realized that I've been coaching people all my life. And, you know, I coached my ex's girlfriend to, you know, get over him. (laughs) And I've been coaching people, tons of people, even in business, because I had business before that in sales and all of that. So I was like, oh my God, this is it. And at that moment, I was awakened. I was awakened and I started, I gave myself to personal development stuff, started, that's when I actually discovered what a podcast is, because here in Africa, it's not common. We have radio stations and that is it, no podcast. So I was like, oh my God. And then, oh, and no, this is 2019. This is not that far. This is just few years a couple of years ago. And I started listening to podcasts and gave myself to personal development and then I decided to start my online business. So we don't have payment gets waste here. We don't have like all the things that can make it easier. So it was very challenging. And now at some point I needed to collect payments because I started showing up and people thought I was crazy. You know, my family, my friends, and everyone, oh, what is she doing? She's sharing her story online. She's disgracing us. And my mom and I'm like, oh, my God, you guys can't just understand this. And a couple of months later, when I really launched my business, I told myself that I'm giving myself 30 days to get out of this situation. Mm-hmm. And at that moment, I had done a lot of work on myself that I had the mindset 
to see that where I am doesn't determine my circumstance. Being a single mom, I'm not a victim. I was vulnerable, yes, but I'm not a victim. Seeing that being in this country doesn't determine my circumstance and doesn't determine my resort, rather, but I am the only one responsible. And this new wall of opportunity that is available for everyone and there's no requirement, you don't need to have a certification degree or anything, just come and show up and help people. And I'm like, oh my God, yes, I'm all in. And guess what? 20 days in, yeah, I showed up every day, showed up like and gave all of me 20 days in. I made $9,500. US. Is that US? US dollars. Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> that is the money I could only dream of earning maybe in 20 years working here of my life. And even if I have the best paying job, the maximum would be $500 a month. So I was not only blown away, I was perplexed. I, I was like all the emotions and I freaked out and it shook me to the core of my being because coming from a background where money is not common, it blew my mind and that is where the journey started. It's been better, better, better. And now we have 10K days and we are on the journey to the million dollar goal. Oh yeah. my goodness. I literally have tears in my eyes, Sonita, because like, you know, mindset is everything. And you had every reason to have an excuse. Every reason. Yeah. Like I saw the post that she put up. It's just like, she doesn't have 5g internet connection. I don't even, maybe you didn't have a laptop when you started like all of the, like you didn't have the payments you and like to go from not being able to afford $10 a month to making 9,500 in like 20 in like a, in a month like that is just freaking mind-blowing, mind-blowing. And I think it's just such inspiration because there's so many people I know out there that I think people choose to be a victim to their circumstances, but your life will never change if you, if you continue to be a victim to your circumstances. You, your life will change when you choose to be the master of your destiny and be like, okay, I'm going to make it work no matter what. And out of everyone that I've ever spoken to, you have every excuse to not make it work. And you did it. Yeah. Yeah. And really talking about excuses, I have, I have every, and I still have every. I still have every because um, I actually made a conscious decision to stay here and make it from here. And I don't have plans on moving to another city that is even better within the country than this place. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people have asked me, oh, why don't you want to move? It's better. And my answer is, I want to be the evidence. I really want to show you that you, your excuses are valid. They are true, you are correct, they are facts, they can be proven in court, but they don't determine your outcome. Mm. The meaning you give it is what determines your outcome. And you can choose to make the circumstances to mean that I can't, or to make that, how can I, and I can't. So it's all about perception and what meaning you give to it, to the excuse, right? Because I always say they are not just excuses, they are valid excuses because you can prove it. It's true, I have 3G internet connection. It's true that I didn't have a laptop. I used to beg a cell phone. I, didn't, I couldn't afford a cell phone, an Android phone. I used to beg from a friend and I'll go live on Facebook and I give her, sign up for my profile and give her. It's true that I didn't, I couldn't afford $10. It's true that I beg the place to stay with my son. It's true, all of these things. But what makes a difference is not what anyone is going through right now. It's not the lack of money. It's not the presence of the money. It is the meaning we give to things that makes them powerful or weak. We mm. are the ones in control. Mm, we completely are. And yeah. 
when we start to like, I love that you said, instead of, you know, I say, we want to ask open-ended questions saying, I can't do it. There's no answer. Like the universe can't give you an answer, but even just asking how, like, what do I need to do? How can I make this happen? I have no idea, but it's like, at least opens like almost the funnel from, you know, the universe. It's just like, okay, let me show you how you can find a way, like borrowing your friend's phone to go live on Facebook. Like, it's just like, Like, it's just amazing that I think in general humans, when we really find the drive inside of us, if we desire something, we can always make it happen. And mindset is such a big part of that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I totally agree with what you say. Like when we desire something, we can always make it happen. And a desire is different from a want or a need, right? A desire is the only thing that is going to compel you to go after it no matter what. Mm. It is the only thing that is strong enough to get you out of your comfort zone, to think bigger, see bigger, and dream bigger. Because um, at times we can get to believe that, oh, let's say the 10K days, oh, it can't happen for me. It can't, uh, I can't manifest this. I can't manifest $5,000 right now. I want to work with Danielle, but I can't. And all of this is true. You are right. But you are only as right as you choose to be right. And you cannot because the desire is not strong enough. When the desire is strong enough, you start asking, how can I? And there is something I really love about the brain and the question we ask ourselves and the things that we say to ourselves. One thing I love so much about this actually, this particular question, how can I, is actually what it does to the brain. You know, when you say, I can't, you've already given it a conclusion. And for the brain, it actually stopped working and it stopped looking for ways. But when you say, how can I, what happens is that you trigger some hormones in your brain and your brain cells start acting and you start figuring ways out. And before you know it, you have a way. And before you know it, God drops something in your spirit. And before you know it, you say, okay, go do this. The money is going to come. And before you know it, you're like, oh my God, I need to do this. And at times you just need, again, the courage to actually go do it and the money shows up. Mm. So it, for me, manifestation is that easy. How strong is the desire? If you want to make $20,000 a month, if you want to manifest $5,000 tomorrow, if you need $1,111 tomorrow, how strong is the desire? Mm. And ask yourself, how can I mm. receive the answer from God and be bold and courageous enough to actually act on it? Because it's the guts and courage to also act, mm. which is like the masculine part of manifestation. Yeah. I, oh my goodness. I'm just feel so, oh, I have so many questions to ask you. First of all, I know that obviously coming from the place where you couldn't afford $10 a month for rent and, and probably, I mean, the lifestyle of growing up in Cameroon you, how did you shift your mindset to be able to, cause this is sometimes what happens with people, right? They might receive a large amount of money, like 9,500. Yeah. And sometimes mm-hmm. we just kind of blow up because we self-sabotage and we can't hold it. Right. We'll spend it all, yeah. you know, or we'll yeah. like sabotage ourselves. How, what, what did you have to shift to be able to, and that's a huge, that's like a quantum leap in a mindset, mindset shift yeah. to be able to yeah. not afford $10 to receive 9,500. Yeah. And before we actually go on, I'm going to completely say that I actually sabotaged myself. Mm. I did. Because the next month I found myself with, I mean, the one money I could hold, it was not up to that amount. And now though I used it correctly because I've sent, I invested, reinvested in my business because I believed in the future of my business. But excuse me, I also believe in, holding being able to hold money so going from maybe growing up the way I grew up you know not you know the village actually I come from a horrible background and 
Very, very, very poor. You know, the children, the African children you see on TV <laughs> walking around in pans. I was one of those trekking mice and mice to go to school and no electricity, no water and all of those things. So, and we were made to understand that money is difficult. So for me, what shifted was that I actually had like, it was a download directly to me. I discovered that in order for me to be successful with money, there are two main things I really need to work on. One, the subconscious programmings I have about money, both the ones that I'm aware of and the ones that I'm not aware of because they are conscious programming and the subconscious. So I'm talking about the subconscious, the ones I'm not aware of. And the second piece is money wounds. So the conscious programs that we may be aware of about money might be the things that we're told when we were growing up or the perception we're given about money. Money is hard, for example. That is conscious because at least we know. But there are subconscious ones that like you're not good enough for this amount of money. And nobody literally really told you, but it's there in the subconscious brain. And the third dimension, which is the wounds, are actually what we, the emotions we felt when we were told we can't have this, we can't be this, or we can't do this because of money. There was a certain emotion we held in our body when we were growing up. And for me, really being able to deal with these three things consciously investing in myself and doing the work and healing the wounds, deprogramming my subconscious mind, doing the inner work. It's what I call the inner game is what shifted everything. Because you see what we do and what we have is only as a result of our intangibles, which are our subconscious programming, our thought and our emotions or our energy. So being able to shift these conditionings and to heal this wound is what actually shifted my energy. And with that, I could now hold money. I could now receive money and I could now handle money with so much love, so much peace, so much joy. And for each and every one of us, these three things are different based on what we've been through and all of that. And for each and every one of us is our responsibility to actually figure out what this is for us. What is it for you? The subconscious ones. What is it for you? The conscious ones. And what is it? The wounds. For me, for example, one of the biggest wounds I held in my body that I didn't realize was when I was growing up, I really wanted to be an aerial mechanic uh, engineer. I wanted to work on plane and uh, I loved mechanics and all of that. And my other brother asked me and I said, this is what I want to become. And he says, Sunita, who is your father? You can't become that. No one can pay that for you. And for me, that was like, oh my God. So I can't become what I really desire because of money. It means I'm a slave. And for me right now and today, I know that true freedom is when money is not the reason why you do the things you do or you don't do the things you want to do. So right now I can say it's all about that freedom. Setting ourselves free from these things, winning the inner game is what steps you into freedom. Where you're not tied to a job because of money, where you are not um, doing something because of money, or where you are not doing something you really desire to do because of the absence of money. That is true abundance and true freedom for me. Mm, I love that you said true freedom was when you something along the lines of, you know, you make a decision not based on money. Cause I think so many yeah. people live in this life. Like I'd say majority, it's not like 75% of people make decisions based on if they can afford it or if they can't afford it, or if it's expensive or too expensive or, you know, cheap or whatever. And we allow our <laughs> life to be dictated by that. Like one of, you know, yeah. we were speaking about before one of a really powerful mindset shifts for me around money was to never say, I can't afford that, but to ask myself, how, how can I make it happen? What, what yeah. do I need to do? You know, because it opens yeah. up the field and to yes. not make myself live a life where that has to be the ruling force. And I think yeah. it's so important. Like, you know, 
I, our schooling system, no matter where you are in the world, doesn't teach us about money. And I honestly think yeah. it's the number one thing we all need to learn because once you have financial mm-hmm. freedom, you can actually do whatever you want. Right. But yeah. some of us yeah. are trapped in the lack of financial freedom. Um, mm-hmm. and ha- like going back to, you know, what you're saying about the healing, those things, how, how did you do that? How did you, you know, like you might, you didn't even have access to like a phone. Like, how did you, how did you learn how to heal your subconscious um, that you're aware of and not aware of and your money wounds? Like, what did you do? Okay. For me, for the, let, let's say for the programming for, I just asked myself, is this serving me? For example, the big one was, you can't make it from here. You can't, even when I started making money, I started sabotaging. You can't earn in dollars from Cameroon because right here, we believe that you have to go out there. You have to make it out there and then come back home and do whatever you want. You can't, people are not gonna take you for serious. Who do you think you are? Look, you, your background is going to look horrible. It's going to look dirty. And all of these African, you know, electricity is just going to go off. And internet connection is going to cease. People are not going to take you serious. You can't make it from here. You can't. You can't handle that much money from here. You can't. And I just asked myself, is this serving me right now? And if the answer is no, the next thing is, Thank you, my brain. I know you're trying to keep me safe, but this is not serving me. So I am ready and willing to try. And if I fail, it's okay. And I'm willing to keep going, to keep showing up. And if people say, oh, she looks horrible, it's okay, which I actually got some people say, oh, I can't work with you because you're black, you're from Africa. And I'm like, it's okay. I can't believe people so, say that. Yeah, someone actually said that to me and I said, it's okay. So I had to be willing to feel all the emotions. That is where it all starts, when they come up. And when it comes to the healing process, because that was for supporting the programs, when it comes to the healing process, my best, the best way I actually did this was just allowing myself to feel the emotions and to be in that feminine energy where I feel it, it hurts, I cry, I actually give myself the permission to cry. And then when I cry, I feel it all over my body, in my heart, in my chest. I allow it to flow through. <sighs> then I take a deep breath. Mm-hmm. And I still ask myself, is that true? Was that their description or is it true? Mm. And this is one thing that actually taught me this from where I actually learned the lesson. Allow other people to be adults, allow other people to have their opinions. What really matters is yours. Mm. If I can't be, I can't have, and I can't do because there is no money, and I can only do, I can only be, and I can only have because this is, there's money in it. Is that true? Mm. So I'm not gonna say it was a fun process, a lot of tears, a lot of crying, mm-hmm. a lot more than the laughter. I'm gonna be honest in the beginning. Mm-hmm because that is all the, what the healing process is. Mm-hmm. And one thing I'm gonna say to everyone listening to this is you have to be willing to feel it all if you want to truly heal. You have to be willing to go through the pain. But the issue is that most of the time we are so afraid of the pain. We think that we can't handle it. We think that it's gonna kill us. We think that it's gonna break us. But I'm gonna tell you this. I wouldn't be here if not for those tears. I wouldn't be this strong. I wouldn't think the way I now think. I wouldn't want to create the empire I want to create from Africa if not for those pains. And another thing was the worst that can happen, right? 
you're not gonna die if you hurt. You're mm -hmm. not gonna die if you cry. After crying, take a deep breath, roll your sleep off, and your shoulders off, and keep going. It's it actually can be so simple, you know, the healing process. It like yeah. we can make it complicated, <laughs> but yeah. it's really just comes down to we need to feel the emotions to heal the emotions, and quite often, like. <laughs> you know, the more that we just allow ourselves to feel it. Like the other week, I just had a good, well, I was like a good, hard 20 minute cry about something that I haven't cried about in a long time. But then afterwards, yeah, I just felt like a new freaking person. I was like, that's gone. It's, it's actually all gone. Like, I feel like it's completely let go. And, you know, I think that I, 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 it's funny because I know all of this stuff and I have worked so much on my money mindset. Um, but we get to do the same thing around money as we get to do around self-worth that get, that we get to do yeah. around our body image that we get to do around the things yeah. that happen in our childhood. Like it's just, yeah. we just apply it to the different areas. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's so right. You're so right. And just talking about, you know, avoiding the emotions, the more you just allow yourself to feel the negative emotions, what we call negative, because it actually is not, it's only, it's also the way you're going to allow yourself to feel the positive. If you can't really cry enough, I believe that you can't really be joyful and laugh and, you know, be all excited as well, fully. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's usually not as bad as we like make it up in our head. We're like, oh, I'm so scared to yeah. go there because I'm going to like break. It's like, well, you go there and you're like, hey, I'm actually a lot stronger than I thought. And that wasn't as bad yeah. and I feel a million fucking times better now. Mm. And that's right. That's right. It's like, um, I remember I was trying to have a conversation with a girlfriend and she's like, no, I don't want to talk about that. I don't want to talk about the things that happened. And I'm like, okay, if you really want to be a strong woman, if you want to be unstoppable, you have to be willing, you have to be stronger than these things. You have to see them and be vulnerable, but you are not a victim. Because right now, if you can't feel it, if you can't acknowledge it, if you can't just feel the emotion, just think about it. If that is it, go back and feel it and release. Is that mm. easy? Mm. Yeah. I would love to hear your perspective on something that I've had to learn over the years. Um, cause I grew up with this conditioning. It's like, you have to work hard to make money. Um, you know, and that's something that I've, I've been like working through in the past few years, but I was an athlete. And so, you know, my, my belief system was the only way to get results is if you work really, 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 really hard, but that's mm. not true about money at all. <laughs> and I think that, and that is, I think that's a societal belief as well. And it, the truth is we can, you can actually make money really easily if you believe it to be. So what is your take on that? And how do you work through that? Oh yeah. Right. I think to be honest, I, I think this is like the best program I love to shift for my clients or anyone. And it's funny how this can really just get up again in our, like at each point in each stage we want to move to the next level we can just okay just pop up again but the truth is that money is not about hard work mm. this is because if you were in africa i will use an illustration and you will really understand we have what we call truck pushers here they push like the trucks right they're these handmade trucks they are like the wheelbarrow Mm -hmm. and they load they, you, they just put a lot of load on it and they, those guys work hard I bet you they work really hard but they earn the least mm -hmm. that is because money doesn't come by physical strength it doesn't come by doing more it doesn't come by masculine pushing energy it comes by spiritual strength which is what i call spiritual energy it comes by you embodying your feminism or your woman power and really being grounded there mm -hmm. and being grounded here there has to do with you actually doing what we just talked about the emotions being able to handle emotion and lead yourself and staying in your power so it's not about hard work I always tell my clients about smart work if you want to use another word 
the most hardworking people are not the people making the most money. Mm. The most, the smartest people are the people who make a lot of money. So grinding, hustling, adding more hours, you know, adding more work and adding more complicated things. And for those of us in business, I see this all the time. I want to go from 10K to 50K. I need a funnel. I need a team and all of that. I need to launch another big program and all of that. Why that is amazing and it works for some people. But if you're a soul-led person who is called to do it differently, it's going to keep you frustrated. Why you're doing that and hustling and I just did a post about this, doing the launches and all of these things. Another person has a $10,000 offers and you need just five people. And those five people is one social media post or one Instagram story. They just know what to say to get the people to say yes. Mm. And five people jump on from maybe one post. It's possible because I've had a client, what, 22 clients from one post. Five people jump on from one post. Why you do the launches and all of that. And maybe, you know, five people still join. But the problem, either way, it's not wrong, but it's just the energy, Mm. the program and how you think it has to be done. But the truth is, it's not about the more, the harder, the adding more. It's actually about simplifying and being smart. Mm. That is my take on that. Mm. I love that. And I, I agree because I've seen that in myself and in so many women in the online world. And it's like, when you start to master your energy, your finances change. Um, what would you say to someone that's like, okay, Sanita, like, how do I trust that though? Like, I'm going to sit here and do my work, but how do I know that I'm going to get a thousand dollars tomorrow? Right. Cause sometimes that trust is the hardest part or we could, we show up, we do the inner work, we do the journaling, do the crying, whatever. And then we expect, you know, to have a ding, ding, ding on our phone. The money's been transferred. Okay. Our All right. And this is the thing. It doesn't mean you don't have to do something but it means you do your best and you trust one God and you trust yourself Mm. because most of the time we don't trust ourselves because we don't actually trust God. We don't trust that we've planted a seed and we don't trust that we've done our part and he has a part to play. We think that we are the ones to make things happen. We are in control a hundred percent, but no, 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 no. We are co-creators. We have a part to play. God has a part to play. So what happens is I show up as my, I do the inner work. I do the journaling, all the things. And energetically I'm clean. That is the mask, the feminine energy, right? You do the, fem, you also do the, what we call the healthy masculine. You do the things, you create a post, you go to your job site or something whatever it is, but you have to take action. Mm-hmm. Take the action and give your best in the action. And after taking the action, stop trying to monitor it. Stop trying to control it. Stop scrolling and checking who's liking and who's commenting. Stop trying to DM all the people. Not that it's wrong, but stop, stop trying to make it happen. Mm. Surrender. Mm. and trust that even if you don't have it even if the money doesn't come god is working something out for you because he actually is at times you may think that our way is the way but he might have a bigger plan and a better Mm. way and something bigger Mm. so for me it's all about i trust myself because i trust god i know that we are in this together it's like we're in this together so I don't have, I just need to do my part. Okay. You can take care of the rest. Mm. And that is mm. it. I, I definitely agree. And I've seen that as like, sometimes we think that we do this kind of existentialist in our mind. It's like, if this doesn't happen, or if I don't make the money, then everything's going to shit. And I'm going to, you know, it's all going to be like the worst thing in the world, but it's like, 
then we realize that we're actually something always comes through. Like we're always taking care of like years ago I was in a really bad financial situation. And, but I, I have, I always figured it out and something like always came through money manifested. Someone came to help me out. Like, you know, all of these things had come through in the past and I've never, and like, I've luckily I've never been homeless and never been on the street, but like, I think sometimes we create this like worst case scenario in our mind and it doesn't usually work out that way. And if it does, we are still taken care of once, like, like you said, when we have the belief and have the trust, whether it be God, universe, source, creator, whatever you believe in, it's much bigger than us. And I think something that's really shifted me in my money mindset in the past few years is realizing that money doesn't actually come from people. It comes from the universe, comes from God, whatever you believe in. Yes. And, and yes. then we're just the channels, channels. for it, yeah. right? And yes. you just got to believe yes. in yourself and you got to feel worthy of it and do the yeah. inner work and take a little bit of physical action in the world and it's going to come through to you. And, you know, yeah. I think I love what you said is stop, stop trying to control it because it's uh, it just makes me laugh. I know in the past I had those times where it's like we try and control the outcome, but it's usually like the outcome is better than we can expect. But if we're trying to control it so much, we're not going to have the outcome that's probably going to be the best option for us in the long run and we need to have that faith and trust yes that is that is it that is it and uh, again being in control just trying to control and trying to monitor and trying to keep it safe and make it work is just us again saying you are not i don't need your help god I don't need you. You are side of me. This is my shit. I'm taking care of it. I'm doing it. I'm making it happen. But like mm-hmm. you said, everything else is a channel. He is a source. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And w- I know, um, oh, I just lost my train of thought. Sorry. <laughs> but I like all That's of what okay. you're saying is so like, it's so potent and so powerful. And I think it just gives so much more power when it comes from like, like from your situation, from the situation yeah. where you yeah. literally have made something magical out of nothing at all. And I'd love to know, I feel like I know possibly, but I'd love to know your perspective on like investing in yourself. Cause you know, years ago, before I got into all of this, it seems like, which it, it does, like when you first invest in yourself and you don't receive, mm-hmm. like we're so used to buying something and then getting like a thing, right? Like a product. Mm-hmm. But then when mm-hmm. we invest in ourselves and our growth, it's really scary because we don't receive anything physical but I'd love to know like how that has been on a part of your growth journey all right okay oh this is a big one so I was actually just having this conversation with someone today and I was telling them that investing in yourself is the best gift you can give yourself mm. especially investing in those things that cannot be taken away from you or cannot be destroyed. Mm. Now, all the other things, investing in our physical appearing, it's all amazing. And let's say handbags and luxury, it's all cool. We should have these things. But the biggest investment you can give yourself is the investment in your personality. The investment in your you like mm-hmm. your inner being. And most of the time we actually see investments as I'm losing something, just like you say, said, because we don't get a physical something. Because like, oh my God, I'm losing something. Oh my God, 3,000, oh my God, 10,000, oh my God, 20,000 a month, is she, who does she think she is? Oh my God, for what? Just for four sessions with her and have conversations and. And all of these are actually sabotaging beliefs because this is what I know. Without investing in myself, I wouldn't be where I am right now. Mm. And investment for me is actually more than money because money is a transaction, is a transactional part of the investment. The real investment is your belief and your self-trust mm. in you. Because here's the thing, if you don't believe in you, you can't invest in you. And you may invest from a place of need, which makes it not really healthy, instead of a place of desire, which Mm -hmm. makes it empowering. So 
you how you see investment like oh my god i need to give her money she's taking money away from me oh my god i need to give them you know pay this rent so oh my god i need to it has to go out but the best thing and the best gift i can give you right now is to give you something is to shift who you are on the inside because the investment in you is what creates every other thing in your life. So it's an investment that can never be wasted. And it's an investment that always has the return. You may not see it now, which is the problem. The reason why most of us don't want to invest. I want to have it back in 30 days and 20 days and 50 mm. days. It can happen. Yes. But that investment you make today might just be what? is going to take you through the next 10 years of your life. Mm-hmm. And even if you get the rest, the, the resort in 10 years, you're going to look back and you're going to say, oh my God, that was the best gift I gave myself. Mm-hmm. Because here's what I believe, right? Success is not in how much money you make, how much freedom you have and all of these things. Success is actually blessing others or with the investment of your personality. Or it's actually giving others from the investment of your personality. So if you have not invested in yourself, I'm going to say this humbly, you cannot really be a success because it doesn't matter how much money you give someone. If you don't ship them from the inside, it doesn't really make any difference. So I invest as, is the, oh my God, this is the best gift I'm giving myself right now. Mm. I need to hire a 25,000 a month coach right now. Oh my God, this is the best gift I'm giving myself. And one thing that I really want to say about investment, which is like the spiritual aspect of it, is that any amount of money you can give to someone, you are telling yourself, I am worthy of this amount. And energetically, you place yourself above that amount. Mm. Meaning you have control over that amount. You can call in that amount anytime. And this is why investment for me is not just I'm giving, it's expansion. It's increasing in my energetic frequency. It's placing myself above a certain amount of money. So if I want to invest 100000 a year in myself, I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm placing myself in a place where I am above 100000 a year, meaning I can never go below that because I am way, way, way above that. I have control over that amount. So whatever the desire is for you, 10K, 20K, 50K, ask yourself. And maybe when you are investing, what is, where is even the opportunity for me to invest? Because I want to place myself in the place where I have control over this amount of money every month. Where it flows to me, free course on hindered, and where it knows that the money, I mean, because money is energy, it, it knows, it can just say, yeah, 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 Danielle is above this. Yeah, yeah, Sophie is above this. I just have to go to her. She can call me and I just come. Mm. Because that is the best gift you can give yourself, placing yourself above that. Mm. Every other thing comes after that. So mm-hmm. investing for me is, first of all, I'm shifting me energetically. And this is where, we actually see calibration happen because mm. you shift you energetically and you place yourself above a frequency that mm. makes it makes you have power and control over that amount of mm. cash. And then you, I find like when you invest in yourself, and I've invested so much in myself and in my growth, and I'm sure you have as well, is like the, it's a really cool thing, kind of like what you touched on at the beginning, the money starts to not mean as much. You know, I think when we have a quote unquote, poor money mindset, it's like the the money has so much meaning. I'm putting this $350 a month in or whatever. And it, this, I, this means the world, but then you start to get to this place where it's like, yeah, okay. Thousand dollars a month, $10,000 a month. Okay, cool. And the funny thing is when you start to like create less meaning around the money, you start making more money because it doesn't mean so much because money is neutral right money has no charge but we give it a charge based on our belief systems yes yes exactly exactly when you are able to invest that money just like you said what happens is that it it loses in meaning to you 
as per the control it has on you. Mm. you it loses its meaning like yeah it's just 10,000 I remember I was having a discussion with a friend yesterday and she's from here so it's it's kind of strange and I'm like oh my god I have this invoice $25,000 and it's a bit and she's like what and she's like oh but yeah yeah that's okay $25,000 I, I know you can do it and then later she was like was is am I just talking dollars like and I'm am I just calling $25,000 as if it's little money that's like 15 million friends and i'm like yeah it's just twenty five thousand dollars. she's like oh my god i can't believe i'm starting to talk like you and i'm like that is the mindset that is the goal mm-hmm. that is it when you place yourself above it it loses the meaning and you mm-hmm. have authority over it and you have power yes yeah i'd love to hear your perspective on um I know there's those sometimes when we're in this coaching world and I've heard this said recently, it's like, it should just be free. Why is it free? If you truly want to, if you truly want to help people, why don't you just make it free? Yeah. <laughs> Again, I'll just touch on the point you said, first of all, you have to understand that nobody is actually really helping you if they're making it free. Now, to the logical mind, it may seem like, oh my God, I'm getting some free stuff and that is cool. Great. But energetically or spiritually, it's not helping you. What it's doing is that it's keeping you small because it's keeping you to the place where that amount of money still has power over you. Mm. So again, it still boils down to the point like, first of all, I want to make 10,000 to not have power. I want to have power over that. So if I see an opportunity to invest, I'll prefer that it's actually to go to the free stock because it doesn't help me spiritually or energetically. That is the first point. The second point is that physically, you are not really, really, really going to take me seriously. No matter how serious you claim you are, you're not going to value it. Why? Mm. Because where your money is, there your attention, there your value, and there your full focus. And this is one thing I really see, like, let's talk about the coaching industry, where people, you know, they get clients that, oh, they're not doing the work, they're not, in, they're not taking action and all of that. And one of the things that you can really help your clients to take your program seriously and to get clients is to help them to pay an amount that is going to mean their attention, that is going to require their attention, and that is going to mean something to them. So for your resort, getting you free, you might likely not get resort. It doesn't mean you can't, you can, but to get faster resort, it require you doing the stretching work because then you put more focus, more attention and more value on it. Mm. And it's it, the energy exchange of it as well. Like the, yeah. I see it happen. This has happened so many times with my clients. They're like, oh, I'm nervous to invest. They do it. Then random money shows up. Oh, I got a bo- yes. bonus. I got a promotion. Yes. This came in. I was like, yes. it always works that yes. way. Right. Cause you're energetically expanding yourself. The same has happened to yes. me. And then yes. you receive, but you know, and I learned this early on in my journey, I would give so much away for free. People don't value free shit. That's the basic of it. Right. Like people yeah. just don't value things that are free. You value things mm-hmm. that are paid for. And I think, you know, it's even like, if we go, if you look, if you're on a fancy street and you see all the fancy stores like Prada, Chanel, you know, Dior, we seem to Mm -hmm. like, we know it's expensive and we seem to value it more, even though maybe it's just as nice as a bag that you could get for a hundred dollars, but because it has a label and because it has a high price tag, we're like, Ooh, I'm going to value that so much more because it has this amount on it. And like, there's a Mm -hmm. frequency that happens. Like you know, that I see, it's like, when you put money on the table, you show up, you get the results, you have the transformation and you usually manifest money because I feel like it's like universe. Hi, I'm serious. I want to change my life. And then they're like, okay, cool. We'll help you. (laughs) Yeah. And, and, and that is it. And that is it. And also like, that is literally the summary of everything, what you've just said. And just like you were saying, there's the universal law. If you really want to receive, you have to give. So being at the edge where you're just receiving is cheating the universal law. Mm. 
it is not receive, receive, receive. You have to give. So when you give, that is where the shifts you just talked about in your concentration, your attention, the commitment, and you give it all in, and then the results happen like that. Because God is for you, yourself is for you, and every other force is working for you. Any free universal force is working for you. You're not cheating, you're clean energetically. So it makes so much, so much, so much quantum leaps even happen faster when you invest and mm-hmm. you invest really high because it mm-hmm. expands you and it expands your capacity to receive as well. A hundred percent. And, and yeah. there is so much, the, the, the beauty is, you know, there's so much free stuff in the world right now. Like you can, like, if you actually can't afford it, you know, just like yourself, you know, there, you mm-hmm. can listen to podcasts, you can watch YouTube, like YouTube, you have internet yeah. connection, like you can get yourself started, you know? Yeah, and then yeah. when you get to a space where, and you know, I think it's all relative, right? Because a big investment for someone might be $50 a month at first, and then it's going to yes, expand, it's going to expand, it's going to expand from there but make it relative to where you're at but it's really powerful when it's a bit of like oh it's a bit of a stretch and then magic happens on the other side I see all that I see it myself I see it with my clients I see it in this industry it's amazing when that happens yeah yeah yeah. The comfort zone, just stretching Mm. yourself a bit yeah I'd love to know your perspective on um budgeting and money management what are your thoughts on that okay so when it comes to money management, this is not some, anything else, something I was taught. So like I said earlier, when I really started making a lot of money, I sabotaged a lot, right? And I couldn't hold money. Mm-hmm. And for me personally, budgeting is very important. And I believe that saving is an, an investment or investing is one of the laws of finances or money. It's one of the spiritual law of money. So budgeting is for me, I do it from a place of abundance and not from a place of scarcity because mm. there is a way, a place from which you can budget that is from a place of scarcity and fear. You're like, okay, I need to put this here. I need to put this here. I need to put here and savings as well. I need to put this in my bank saving account in case something bad happens. For me, I don't save like that. I don't save in case of bad situation, which is like emergency funds. They are all amazing. I I love the idea and all of that, but I'm just trying my my perspective, right? For me, I save to invest because I believe that saving and investment goes hand in hand. So Mm -hmm. I save to multiply. I manage money to multiply. I don't manage money so that I run out of it, so that I don't run out of it rather. I don't budget because I'm afraid if I don't budget, um, it's going to finish. I don't save because, oh, if I don't save now, something is going to happen tomorrow and we're going to die. It might happen, yes, but we're not going to die. Of course. So for me, it's like I manage my money. I do my budgeting. I have a saving account. I pay myself as an entrepreneur. And I do all of these things. But I do all the money management things from place of I'm abundant, I'm enough, and I'm doing this because I want to and I desire it. Not because if I don't do it, I'm going to die. Not because if I don't do it, I'm going to run out of money and not because it's going to fly. And I'm doing it because I want to multiply it. So I managed to multiply. And in my business, um, my, my company is actually called Rich and Complete. And we have these three pillars, make, manage, and multiply. In the making phase is where we talk about the mindset, and all that, the management phase, and then the multiplication phase. But the first two phases are just for the third phase. So if you are managing money just so that you keep it maybe somewhere to feel safe, right? Where, you know, it's for me, it's great. But for me, I manage because I want to multiply. Mm. yeah and I think as well it's like the energy of caring for your finances like you care for a child right it's like oh I love Mm -hmm. I love my bank account I love my money let's like I have I I have a money day me and my fiance every Friday we do we do our money and it's just like neutralizing 
Because I know when I was in a bad money mindset, I, you know, and I'm sure some people listening have been here. It's like, you don't even want to look at your bank account because it scares the fuck out of you, right? And that's yeah, not, that's yeah. the charge yeah. that it has over you. But it's like, oh, okay, I'm okay. I'm happy to look at my money. I'm happy to like save for taxes, save for, you know, investments, save for all of this. And I'm just going to move it around because yes. it's just, it's flowing yes. in, it's flowing out. And the, the flow gets to get bigger and bigger and bigger. And I'm going to care for it. It's like, you know, I, I've with my clients, I say, it's like, you know, if some, if you care for something, it's someone's going to want to continue to give that to you. Whereas like, if you don't take yeah. care of what you already have, why would you get more? Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I, I really love that. Like it's about the care and it's about the flow, mm-hmm. right? It's about the care and the flow. And just like you said, we, we really manage our money, take care of our money to make it flow, to pay taxes, to invest and to do all of these other things. It means we, we do that to to, to make it move and to make it multiply, which is like the goal, not mm. for us to feel safe. Because I see this a lot with a lot of people. Oh my God, I need to save so that, oh my God, I need to save so that, oh my God, I need to save so that. It's great, but the energy, the charge you give it, it's not really the best. And mm. that is just like what you were saying. Yeah. Mm. So you can make something good mean something else with your own with the energy and the perception you give it and coming from this place is the best because it's the cleanest I can say cleanest ever yeah (laughs) Yeah. definitely my goodness this has been such an inspiring conversation and I know that so many people will be so invigorated to either follow you or listen to you or work with you or learn from you. And before we go, is there anything that left that you would like to share with anyone for someone that might not be in their job that they love just yet, but they're wanting to manifest more money. They're wanting to hold more money. They're wanting to bring in more money. Is there anything that you would share with them? Yes. Um, what I would just love to say is that Remember, always, always, always never forget that money in the spiritual world or in the energetic world is simply energy. Mm. And you can make any amount of money you desire, no matter what it looks right now. The only question is, are you able and are you willing to expand enough to be able to hold it and to be able to receive it? so there is no amount of money you can make in the bank account is just figure what really gives meaning to it is the energy mm. so ten thousand dollars right now is possible for you twenty thousand fifty a hundred a million anything 50 million is available and it's abundant it's actually everywhere right now it's in your living room it's in the marketplace it's at your job site, it's everywhere. It's around you in the hands of people you see every day. It's everywhere. It's so, so in abundance. The only question is, can you expand enough? Can you grow energetically enough to be able to handle it? Mm. And also in the marketplace, money is value. And if you have value in you right now, you have money. So if you, and if you have a brain, you have value. Value is simply your ability to help someone solve a problem they can't solve or your ability to make someone's life more comfortable than it is right now. Mm. People will pay you for their ignorance. People will pay you for their comfort. So if all the money you need is in you right now. It's around you right now. It's everywhere right now. You just need to unleash and just become a match for whatever you desire. And it's going to flow with ease and grace. And coming from you, hearing those words coming from you, your life experience where you were a few years ago, like, can we just say you are absolute evidence of all of this being true? If beautiful Sanita can do it, like, you guys can all do it as well. Let's be honest, right? You yeah. probably yes. Yes. are not yes. homeless <laughs> yes. in the same position that she was. So you have yes. a possibility to do that. Thank you yeah. so much for being here today. It's just been such a pleasure. And if people want to find you, um, work with you, learn from you, where can they do that? Okay. So um, I believe in the ease of things. So I literally don't have a website and that is intentional. 
because um, I know that um, it's not a requirement. It's good, but it's not a requirement. So I don't have a website. If you want a link, you can catch up with me. I'm really, really active on Facebook. I use Facebook for my business, but I also have, I'm active on IG. So my Instagram handle is Kenesonita at official, right? Kenesonita official. Now, and then Kenna is N K E double N E S O I N T A official. And yeah, and on Facebook, it's Sonita and Kenna. And, and I'll put the yeah. links below if people want to um, go and yes. follow you. Yes, you well. can just click the link and shoot me a DM on Messenger or on, on Instagram. Let's connect. Let's have fun. Let's discuss it. Yeah, you're African girl. I'm very open. And I'll show you a lot of behind the scenes of my real African life and how things are here. So you can come hang out with me on social media. Really, really love to have you. Love it. You are such an inspiration and I'm just blessing the universe for bringing you into my field. I manifested you, which I'm so grateful (laughs) for. um, It's been so, so beautiful to chat. And I love seeing that I've, I've took so many notes as well um, for myself because I'm always learning and growing. And thank you so much for taking the time to be here with us today and everyone listening, go have a follow, go support, go and learn from Sonita and we will see you guys next time. Thank you. Bye. Welcome to the other side, beautiful souls. I so deeply appreciate you spending this time with me. My intention with this podcast is to uplift, love on and inspire you and align my actions with this intention. But as with everything in the world of personal and spiritual development, take what feels good for you and leave the rest. As a white, able-bodied cisgender woman, the perspectives I share here are inherently affected by my privileges. I'm actively invested in learning how to elevate and support lived experiences beyond my own, and I'm always open to and grateful for your feedback. I am listening. No matter who you are, where you're from, or where you're going, I see you, I love you, and you matter. So thank you for listening, beautiful souls, and I'll see you next time.